Welcome to the Fitness Queens podcast, empowering your mind and sculpting your body. Join your hosts, multiple fitness world champions, Alicia Kirios and Stephanie McHugh, as we explore all things female health, training, competing, mindset, and living the fitness life every day. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the latest episode of We Fitness Queens with my beautiful co-host, Stephanie McHugh. Hello, everyone. So good to see you, Ali. How are you? So, so good to see you. And I think, look, coming on to the back end of the last episode, we thought that it would be great to just do a quick little segment around how to actually enter the new year feeling refreshed because... I don't know about you, Steph, but I've definitely had years where I go from December, morph into January. Next thing I know is July and I feel like I haven't even slept. <laughs> I've definitely not it's, had a holiday. You just had like a, yeah, like you just had a, a big like revolving run down, door like never- constant work. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely had years like so that. Yours was a workhorse. So there's those scenarios or there could just be scenarios where like, let me just put more of American society. I'm not saying just Americans, but oh, you just partied your ass off over the holidays. Uh, so you yeah. just like freaking shit and it's day one, first <laughs> day of the year. And you're like, oh my God, I have the massive hangover. I had to like feel like dog crap, you know, <laughs> or I've ate like an asshole. And I seriously have gained so much <laughs> over these last few weeks. 
It's like, I don't know if you're one of those people, you know, Um, or if you're a workforce like Allie in the past. I've been probably more on the a-hole side of what I'm expecting (laughs) in the past, where I wake up and it's January 1 and it's like, what did I do to myself? Like, what (laughs) happened last night? (laughs) I can tell you now, my days of waking up on the 1st of January feeling like that where it's usually been like a week long bender prior, um, a long gone. <laughs> they, I think I closed that chapter. Oh, thankfully that wasn't this year. No, my last <laughs> festival, which would have been about 15 years ago. <laughs> hey, you don't know who is listening, okay? I'm being a little broad for my listeners here because I've been in their shoes. I am not, you know, blaming or yeah. shaming putting it out there you know in the past if you're you know maybe more of the party person that is just let loose a little bit more over these holidays and you gained a little bit more than you would have wanted or you might have just you know felt a little crappier you know there's some things that you can definitely do to feel more (laughs) and also too you know if you're just in a situation where Oh my God, sometimes not feeling refreshed comes from being in social environments or family dynamics too, where it's like, oh, oppressive or dysfunctional or just, I don't know, or or the polar opposite, being on your own during a time frame that's meant to be festive and happy and and just feeling lonely instead. There could be a few different scenarios to this. And I think, um, you know, whatever applies to you, I hope that some of what we talk about today helps because you know there are many different ways to um hate this analogy because it sounds horrible skinny cat but it's common and commonly used globally so I can throw that one out there um it's, it makes sense there, there are many ways to do it so it's like there is no one way you just find the right way that feels good for you right but I think the key to it mainly is to actually have a little bit of goddamn downtime where you're mm. not going 100 miles an hour or trying to please anyone other than taking care of yourself. And I think that's something that a lot of people lose sight of. And everyone needs a goddamn holiday. And from a holiday perspective, I'm not talking just about taking time off work. I'm talking about having, you know, deload, um, relaxed states, not hyper-focused on anything, you know, doing things that um, don't have you cognitively dialed right in, um, having fun, being present, filling up your cup, spending time with family and friends. I mean, the list is endless, but you got to make space for that stuff, right? And I know in the past I've been guilty. Well, I've had the two the two modes in my lifetime. I've done Steph's crazy party scene stuff. <laughs> A while ago. Okay, that, was my, that was me in my Pre- younger years too, Allie. This was not recent, okay? <laughs> Pre-Christos days um, <laughs> and pre actually pre-competition days, so pre, pre-fitness days. Um, so, you know, I've gone from that to complete workaholic, no time off, um, you know, literally just no downtime. No it's, time yeah, where I've just free. taken my brain offline, you know, and I think... Um, too many tabs open in your head all year round is freaking fatiguing. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I was like, I thought I was, I was trying to tell us. 
I'm like, no, it's just all here. Oh, God. Blow your nose like, if you need to quickly because he can edit this out. Just like so he <laughs> that. Yeah, edit, edit. <laughs> okay. Funny. Okay. All right. Go back. Yeah. Like having too many tabs open mentally all the time is freaking fatiguing. So for oh, me, God. you know, when I think about, now that I'm no longer worried about turning up on Jan 1st with hangovers or anything else for that matter, um, I think more about turning into Jan 1 with the feeling like I'm ready to kick ass for that year ahead. You know, the year, like, right? And, like, I'm, and I'm re-motivated yes. and I'm, I'm, you know, refreshed and I have, um, you know, a bit of a pep in my step, not dragging my ass through the door that's just closed on 2023 and a 24 going what the that's fuck the difference that? yes you know that's the biggest like, difference yes yeah, because that's where well, half of our listeners are going to be on one end or the yeah, other or the so kind of why i mean i bring it up it's not just again that doesn't really mean it was really more you know of a perspective that i had growing up because that's just all really i knew it was like oh where's the new year's party at you know like where's know the, the 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 festival or where's the yeah. you know the big event or who's coming in town for this concert like so always like chasing that and that's again like that's why i said more of a society thing or maybe your environment your circle of friends or people yeah. you you know you hung out with so <laughs> not saying you know it's bad if you have fun so be it you know glad you know good for you you know you know gotta maybe clean slate and you know got it out of your system and how you communicate <laughs> so now the, the new year's <laughs> a better focus um so be it but um just bringing up the fact that if you don't have already your goals set then you're already going to feel a little lost so i think that's yeah. like the biggest thing so knowing that goal setting is important but knowing clearly what's at the top yeah. of you know that goal list should be more important for you and how you're going to tackle that so um trying to actually set up yourself before like for me I can't do things if it's a messy environment like including my my house like my office if it's super messy I just can't think straight so if you're struggling with like maybe organizing or doing any of that stuff maybe declutter start with decluttering your space declutter like declutter your closet like I had to do this honestly like I was just getting so frustrated like I was wearing this is because we know that you are a shopaholic like I I have the diary and the confessions of a shopaholic and especially the online one this is her lady you guys (laughs) I I hope anyway if I can give you guys advice actually on the shopaholic topic site squirrel note here uh there's a shop runner now that you guys can actually attach to your paypal account and you can get two-day free shipping if you guys are actually needing to get all your stuff quickly accessible to you just anyways not an ad not sponsored by shop runner just wanted to help all my girlies out there that are shopping online i love the concept of decluttering though i really do and i've found even for me just coming into obviously trying to prepare for the baby We've done this. So we've had the renovation going on in the house. So we've had to actually start downsizing, you know, 
getting rid of shit we're not using because we're about yeah. to have rooms, you know, that will be knocked down and things extended out and you're, gonna, you're not going to have room to put these things. So we've started that process. But then also you've got the nesting process and the preparing of, you know, George's stuff migrating into the big boy stuff and out of the baby stuff, her stuff coming in. So we've just done this. And I must admit, I'm going sort of room by room and part of the house by part of everything, right? It in. Yeah, that's exactly. Otherwise, I wouldn't have time. And it's incredibly cathartic. I must admit, when you start doing it, it's like, wow, that's actually pretty good. And I don't know about you, Steph, but as I'm doing things, I'm just, because I'm, 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 I'm terrible with this stuff, but I just go, Chrisos, photo marketplace it now. And he'll put everything on marketplace. And then you get oh, a no, that's out great. Selling things for these little cheap. Nailed it. Like honestly, I created a smart closet, women. Like I'm like, I got shit in here. I'm like, I need to get rid of it. (laughs) And you know what I love about it? Initially, we started doing it because it was just about having you know we don't have to take it anywhere we don't have to take it to the dump we don't have to go take it to Vinny's we don't have to you know drop it off at a salvation bin so so originally we started doing it for that but then you just it, you just get a bit of a kick out of it it's a bit of fun so we've been it's going funny. through the process of <laughs> exactly that decluttering reorganizing downsizing marketplacing <laughs> and, and sell your stuff maybe um replace some of the stuff like yeah. maybe it'll make you feel so much better just up you know up not just tightening up but at the same time maybe replacing a monitor even like oh my god I made a huge difference one of my offices needed a new monitor and I'm like I've been staring at this other monitor this whole time like <laughs> what is wrong with me like I got so used to that one that I like once I upgraded I'm like oh like, it's better times better I can actually work easier. So trying to improve your workspace, uh, make, you know, of course, your closet more efficient, your kitchen uh, more accessible for meal prepping, making things, you know, easier for you. This will set you up for the year. So just giving you a quick start as to how I actually wanted to start my year. And I did start my year was by decluttering my own home. I actually started a remodel because I got, I got so like just annoyed. Like, well, long story short was that originally I was supposed to move. We were supposed to move all of 2021. Uh, Then we like, of course, didn't move. And then 2022 came. Um, We then decided not to move. Then we decided to move again. We started looking at homes. Well, reason why we decided not to move is because then Florida got so busy, like just COVID kind of made a lot of other states move over to Florida. So that was originally our goal was to move to Florida. Um, But we ended up pulling pulling the gun on that and staying in Texas, looking here in Texas then. Oh, just interest rate in real estate has just been killer here. So we then decided, you know, yeah, it was it was kind of like a dumb decision to move out of the property that we were in. Plus, um, really, my my parents are my my biggest why. And I say this super close. And I can't like neglect the fact that I can take care of them and I can actually watch over their health and take them to, you know, hospital visits, doctors visits, all the things that um, I take upon myself to, you know, to watch for them. So I then just, I'm like, well, what's the point? I get mad at my kitchen. So why don't I just remodel it? Yeah. Like, here I go. I'm like starting to throw things out, starting to remodel it. So doing the remodel and Ali, you can relate. It's just such a headache. It's such a, it's annoying process but we were the same we we're like why would we bother going and you know like you'd sell in this environment and 
to buy in the environment where everything's gone up so much. It's the same thing. You're getting the same thing. You're trading off. So it's like, what's the point? We're better off. um, We love our We're better off renovating and extending it a little bit to make room for the needs we have. But then we'll be here for another, like, probably, I reckon, at least, I don't know, five to ten years. Right. So, you know, it just made more sense to us. We've done the same thing. And it's, oh, wow, what a mission. It's a difference, right? (laughs) The difference. Like, that's already the biggest thing. And I'm like, God, why didn't I do this sooner? Like, why didn't I do these changes? It was because I was like, oh, we're moving. What's the point of investing in this house if we were moving anyways? Yeah. Um, yeah. My constant, you know, story I kept telling myself was like, "Ah, there's no point of, you know, doing all the, you know. I think you're doing it the right way. I think you're doing it the right way. 100%. Small little pieces, guys, but I'm not rushing. It's like, I, I'm doing the stuff that I know was most important, which for me was the kitchen. Yeah. Um, was I'm like, I, I'm in. This is what annoys me the most. In it so all the time. That. And yeah, we spent so much time there, and I was kind of getting to the point where I didn't even want to be in there because it was just so it was it was not making sense. So making it make more sense, yeah. opening it up, making you know, of course, the changes to make it aesthetically look the way you want it to. Um, so all those things have made oh my god a big shift even for me going into the new year. Yeah. So if you need to maybe spruce up your area, but maybe even just you know, reor- not just reorganizing, but maybe redecorating. I feel like that makes a big difference. You know, new paint. Oh, new year, new paint. Oh, yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was new me. Look. New <laughs> look, new you. I love it. <laughs> so I just feel like that's a great way to also start. You know, this is nothing health related and fitness related, but it will help your mind yeah. and your efficiency yeah. um, throughout the day to tackle on your day. So for me, um, normally I would be in a, okay, actually, long story short, I never used to take any time off. I was a complete workaholic, always was. That was just who I was my whole life. So up until probably the last seven years where I committed to actually having proper downtime, proper, I didn't even have weekends. Like I was crazy so weekends (laughs) time with family and prioritizing these things that matter and then having good quality mental space for myself by actually taking a goddamn holiday that's really only happened and I might really only set those boundaries with myself and then also everyone in my sphere and my business in the last probably five years right so we would we moved from never ever i would never take a day off i'd work all the way through and then into the new year and it was just if i took a long weekend that's probably all i would take um we moved into this space of front loading and doing the work two weeks in advance so we could actually shut the office for two weeks so normally i would shut on i would have my last day would have been on friday yesterday and then i wouldn't reopen again until you know about the 4th of january but this year it's not going to look like that because I give birth on the 3rd of January. So what I have to do this year is work all the way through the morning of take myself to hospital, check in, have a baby. And then I'm taking my two weeks annual leave <laughs> with a newborn. <laughs> you guys pop this baby out real quick. My goal this year to make sure that I still entered January as a new parent again in a newborn bubble um, with a feeling like I was in control on top of things, nothing looming over my head, no to-do or task list overdue, but yet still feeling like I'd had a little bit of downtime in those last two weeks, 
I've approached my end of year by setting myself up for it. And what I mean by that is I made sure that all of my assignments, exams, and everything for my studies, done. Done, handed in, finished before that two-week period where I'm on my own because Jacinta would normally take two weeks off with me, but she has to work my two weeks that I'm taking off. So she's on holidays now and then I go on holidays and then we're both back online together. So it's kind of weird. It's a weird feel in the office for the next two weeks, but I had to set myself up so that I could do the work I needed in that two-week period, but it not be high pressure and me still have time where I could take half days to take Georgie swimming, any bounce and spend time with him. I had to have it so that I could still go get treatment and go have, you know, magnesium soak and do the things that still feel like I'm having a little bit of nurturing self-care me time prior to going into the hospital. Right. So, so I really approached the end of the year this year a little differently, but my goal was the core objective of having still family time. So family time, me time, less pressure, a to-do list that was complete. So it was literally just managing some day-to-day client interfacing and programming based stuff only and then having nothing over my head. So nothing where I was like thinking about it in my subconscious that I still have to do that. I still have to do that. I still have to do that. Instead, it's like, hey, I'm sweet. I'm just going to cruise through, tick my boxes every day. I've got to do. And then by the time I go into, yeah, by the time I go into hospital, it's like, I can actually take these two weeks to just really enjoy my baby girl and try to make as much time with George whenever she's sleeping as I can so I bring those two together because that's you know that's going to be a a new little challenge in its own so you you got the pair great I can't wait the boy and the girl and she's gonna have her hands full obviously her the year is yes clearly off to a very very handful start um but with that being said right like I'm sure you've had a clear vision of what your year will look like. And I think that's just so important. If you haven't already looked ahead, uh, last episode, we talked a lot about reflection. We talked a lot about, you know, making sure you, you know, tuned in, uh, reflected and just essentially, you know, had all the things analyzed, but now let's talk about vision and actually having a vision for your 2024, which would go into more goal setting and being clear with that. Because once you're clear with your goals, you're clear with your vision, you'll really know how to execute it because you'll set up a plan to execute that. Um, For me, it helps to do a vision board. It really does. I feel like the power of manifestation, the power of, you know, actually seeing things and, you know, perceiving that you, you know, that you, you deserve it. Like you deserve this. You actually belong there or whatever it is that you're trying to manifest or you're trying to envision creating that vision board and actually having it in front I of like you that. and putting like it that. in your office or in your closet or in your bathroom or wherever it is that you get to see it to remind you that at the beginning of the year, this were your clear goals. And this was the clear vision that you had for yourself. Yeah. I love it. Because I love it. it may change. 
Yeah, so you don't forget. You get to go look at it and be like, okay, it may be like, of course, some main things and some personal things, and it doesn't yeah. matter. Still make it there to make you remember the when you had the spark of motivation, when you had that clear vision, and when you had the drive to want to do that. Because you might even want to make it digital and make it your screensaver yeah. in your computer. I like the digital every time ones. you log on, every time you look at it, it's like boom, there, you yeah. know. And yeah. you can also add to it then digitally throughout the year if you want to put something extra in there because it's not a set and forget, remember? I like the it's fact that you can add in the digital ones. You're right, because they're on the board, you're like, I ran out of room. I out of room. Out of room. And I'm like, oh, here I go. I'm like just layering stuff. I'm like, exactly. I, want, exactly. I want this now. And it's like, no, but it's the same exactly. thing. It's like a reminder of what those wants are. What's your desires? What are those goals? What do you want to chase? What is it that you you know truly want to achieve this year? So once you kind of put those things, put them then in a, put put them out, then put them in a list and put them in a priority order because then you'll know what matters more. Well, you channel your energy, yeah, because you need to know what needs your attention. And what can wait? Because yeah, exactly. there's things that you might do backwards. You might be worrying about, you know, um, how to do makeup and you don't even have the makeup yet. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just like you're, 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 you know, going ahead of yourself. Uh, so you're making sure baby steps, but know that that picture is there, those visions there. Uh, so a vision board is one of the, the tips that I would recommend uh, to really start this this year fresh with leaving the things maybe that it could be a repetitive, uh, you know, goal you had from last year, but rechange it and make it realistic like we talked or about. Or layer it. upon it if you might have a, mm-hmm. a, like achieved part of it like you did. With now the you can grow upon it. Correct. For what you want to do next. And I think, you know, look, probably one of the ones that um, – you know, I would come back to, which I think is important. And I know I feel better when I do it. Um, to be completely refreshed is to choose those moments and have that time because we think about this end of the year, silly season, social events, time with family. I like to be actually physically present and digitally detox. Ooh, I love it. Really? Yeah. Oh. unplug from the matrix. That, by the way. <laughs> yeah unplug from the matrix for a few days even even if you can only do it for one do it for christmas day and just literally phone away embrace and embed yourself in that moment right um because honestly sometimes it's all you need is just a little break like too many tabs open in the brain shut the tabs down put the digital away and just allow yourself to be just be, just be present for the day. Um, so for me, that's always really good. And I try to take at least a couple of days. Um, and I really just try to have days where I have nothing on, nothing to do. where I can just sit in the sun with a book or I can throw something on the TV or I'm, or I'm, you know, really super active with the kids doing some sort of activity or I'm playing board games with my in-laws and the family at the dinner table at night after the kids are in bed, like just be, you know? And I think you walk away from those days going, ah, okay. I feel, you know, I feel recharged and I feel Mm -hmm. like I have had some downtime because, um, you know, I know for me personally, if I don't have moments of complete shutdown of those open tabs that I will, will, flow into the next year without any burnout you'll burn out and that's inevitable anyone will burn out no break 
Yeah. Yes. And, and because, I mean, you nailed it with the fact that you have to go to a place or have, you know, maybe a setting that makes you feel recharged, whether if that's just your own home and just not doing anything. Um, there's times of men when I just do that, it does recharge me and I'm ready yeah. to go. Um, but the beach, the beach does that for me. Like if I'm yeah. at a point where, cause I don't live by the beach, we don't have a beach around here. It's like 12 hours of a drive time away from here. Um, so we just obviously would fly to one. Right. But it's like, you don't really get to just go yeah. all the time to get to a beach unless we were like going to an event and it just happened to have a beach by it. Yeah. Um, but even then you're working. It's really not people always say like, oh man, you get to travel so much. And I bet it's so much fun. I'm like, guys, I'm working. Like it's really actually work. Not, it's yeah. work, like literally like, work. It's a chore to do that. Getting on that airplane, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so no, it's, it's, it's a place for me. So for me, it's the beach and being able to go to the ocean and being able to decompress and close all those tabs out, like you said, and uh, really Re recharge myself, recharge my batteries, um, and just kind of reset. And those are like, no matter what time of the year, it could of course be the beginning of the year, which I do that in Cabo with Carrie. That's usually kind of like a traditional thing that we totally do. Uh, we do that to start off our new year on a good note with the reset because we can get burnt out even going into the end of the year. As coaches, we both kind of, you know, yep. worked the back end of the year, trying to set up the new year. And it's just really difficult. Actually, Ali, you're right about not having that little moment of, exactly. a, of a, get a recharge. You will, you know, kind of feel like it just runs together. And then yeah. summer's here and you're so burnt out and you don't understand why. And you're kind of, and, and it's really daunting on, on, on our, on our, of course, our, not just our social social selves but um i feel like our mental health i really think yeah. that that's that's really where it affects us the most. so for me was the beach i don't know for you ali if it's like a place Look, is it before um no absolutely nature-based for sure and it's definitely usually either water or forest right so forest, yeah. you know, before georgie we would do regular long weekends i call them bookends where i would just literally book us in either up in the mountains in the rainforest yes hiking for four days or we would be at the beach somewhere mm -hmm. off the coast um you know and it would be water and you know just sand for four days so so I'm, I'm exactly like you I think um I will get back to doing the things that I love like that once the kids are a little bit older and they can be involved in it but for now for the next few years it'll look you know a little different more home-based and more you know exactly. of course being around yeah. you know your yeah. your but I still get those I still get the, those little moments and I think you know um definitely as they start getting through the next few years then we will get them more but you just got to adapt to what you've got and find the moments that actually give you the relaxation you know um and another thing that we used to do all the time that obviously we haven't been able to do is we would go to the to the gold class movies every week Every single week. Ian's more yeah. movie goers. Actually, that's you like were. one thing I do we're remember big, you guys. Really big. big. Movie goers. And we have not been. Like we like you can't go really. I mean, to to be honest, there hasn't been good movies though. Like there hasn't oh, really well, got, you know what I said, Divine Miami, right? 
Hollywood has been doing its strike and I'm down with this because I can't go to the gold class. None of y'all get to enjoy any of it either. The whole world doesn't get to do Yeah, the movies have not really been a, a big, no, huge thing recently in the last no. couple of years, in my opinion. I mean, there's no. been maybe like one or two a year that I've been like good, like maybe. Yeah, um, big nothing time, like we normally no, have. It, it, was, it was like something good, every yeah, weekend yeah. there was something so no yeah those like, activities decompress like if there's something that you like um that you could go do for the weekend uh yeah. do that at the beginning of the year instead of waiting till you're just so tired of working yeah. you know all of you know in our end over here it's winter going into spring for you guys summer going into fall um so yeah just make sure you take that little break and and, and reset if you haven't yeah. already because some people i know here in the states will take their vacations leading into uh january 1st and then of course have yeah. to work and the kids go back to school their break is over um which leads me into making sure that you have a new set schedule for the new year so yeah, knowing your hard. agenda yeah knowing kind of are things changing or can i change things within my schedule to be more efficient for my goals so if maybe last year you had the same set schedule you had goals you didn't achieve like maybe getting to the gym eating your meals, you know, following a plan, this is the time that you can actually start setting up a different yeah. schedule for yourself to try to pinpoint, you know, of course, a different workout time, um, meal prep, you know, days, yeah. uh, different shopping schedules. So pre-plan, try to look at your schedule and try to set up something that's realistic. I find it very important to do this multiple times in the year because seasons change and so do our schedules so we have to adapt and change with them so this is a good time for us to transition and and maybe uh, have some new habits built uh within our time of the day that you know not that you have it you make it okay so make the time find where it can be made uh throughout your week it could start with just two days a week it could literally be you know simple stuff going in you know doing 30 minutes so if you were talking about you know eating something healthier just swapping something out in your day, you know, yeah. uh, make it an alternative. It's not even about going and meal prepping and doing everything. So make us make a change, make a swap, you know, set up your schedule. Those things I find it very important to, you know, set our set ourselves up, you know, fully. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I also think don't make the mistake of doing nothing. So don't make the mistake of throwing Not all your good habits, all of your movement and training and, and quality nutrition practices out the window just because it's the silly season. Do you know what I mean? Like I think have an 80-20 rule that applies to it still. So, you know, keep 80% of your consistency in your daily habits, hit some training, move at least, even if you're even if you're, you know, we've talked about this, I know it's really cold there, you guys can't get out and do it, but even if it's that you're being active and playing games and sports and stuff with your family around those Christmas days where public holidays are there and the gyms are shut, it's it's just being a little, you know, a little smart about what you're doing because if you go throw everything to the wind and do absolutely nothing, you go from doing everything to being an absolute couch potato, you're going to walk into the new year feeling a little bit demotivated and lower on energy, believe it or not, than if you were to still have some quality movement and still fuel yourself well for at least 80% of the time, you know. I think yes. side of the good stuff you already do, temporarily i think that's probably one of the things that people yes. solely consider too I, I definitely know i always feel 
so much more recharged when I'm still taking care of me. Like mm-hmm. I can enjoy things I and do. I can have, you know, a couple of red wines with family and I can enjoy a little bit of dessert and I can do some of the, I can have a whole couple of days in a row where I don't train, but I'm not, not training the whole two weeks that I'm off. And, um, and I feel like that actually recharges. Balance. Yes. Finding balance. And if you haven't been able to find that and that's what you're trying to chase, um, you know, trying to really find the things that make you happy, um, but also the things that your body craves and needs. Sometimes we neglect those things. So just try to pinpoint small little things that your body has maybe been missing. Um, You know, mobility is a big thing. It's obviously what I preach and and I I really have been diving into all the time. So maybe just getting more flexible. It could be a simple goal as that. Uh, If you haven't created a bucket list, I think that bucket lists keep us in a way like, you know, striving for other things besides just physical goals or even habit goals. Um, A bucket list just means like, hey, one day, you know, I wish I could do this because I find that that keeps us dreaming in a way that we can kind of dive in more into that like kid self, like, okay, I've always wanted to do this. Like I've always wanted to do this. So because that is fulfilling, like it's not, it's not really so much of achievement of self like achievement. Merch is like, I knocked that off my bucket list. I've always wanted to do that. So if there's stuff that you've wanted to do, like for me, I've always wanted to take, um, well, since, since, you know, being with Carrie, (laughs) I've always wanted to take Carrie to El Salvador. And that's just always been a bucket list just to go together. Cause I mean, I've gone and um, I've always wanted to go to Ireland. So that's actually kind of two of our bucket lists. Oh my God. That's where I really want to go. That's my accent. I'm pressuring these things, you know, but if they're able to fit in, in, and it's a bucket list. So yeah. I'm going to kind of keep my eyes on that to try to see, can I knock out some of the things on my bucket list too this yeah. year along with my goals? Um, because that also is a, a good list to be looking at. So if you have your goal list, you know, set that up, see what's more of a priority, have a bucket list, try to, you know, be playful and also still have some cool things that you maybe always wanted to do or yeah. new skills you wanted to maybe try out. Um, it's okay to be a beginner. So I mean, let's rip the bandaid of trying to have that anxiety. Yeah. Um, I think Allie's going to be doing some, some cool Absolutely. beginner stuff. I'm going to be, you know, diving myself into new things. I still haven't hundred percent committed into my new, I guess, uh, activity that I'm going to be doing because and I, I still- think, um, I think that these things, these knowing that you've got these new things and these um, challenges ahead of you actually do make you enter that new year feeling refreshed because it's like, it's a motivation point. You're not kind of entering the new year going, oh, it's going to be the same, same shit again, same shit, different year. Um, You know what I mean? Like it gives you something to look forward to. And so I think it's great to have something where you go, this is what I'm going to be doing. This is what's going to be different. This is, you know, a new direction or a new path or a new hobby or a new something. I think it's, it's cool to be able to do that because it will motivate your motivation is, and can be newfound motivation, you know, super recharging. So it really is. And and to end on that, because I want, I want everyone to really know that it comes down to your narrative too. The Mm. more you keep telling yourself, uh, nothing's changing. This isn't going to be different. Like nothing, nothing's going to be, you know, better for me. It's a narrative you're telling yourself. And until you start, start changing that and you start actually telling yourself you want better, you can be better, you will be better. 
that's when you'll start actually seeing change and progress. Um, So change your narrative. If you're having, you know, this negative self-talk and, or you're just not doing anything to change anything at all, then you're Mm -hmm. yourself to blame, right? Like you can't blame anyone. Stop blaming others. You've got to start looking in self and start, you know, okay, I got to cut my BS. I got to cut out the things that I'm doing and uh, change a little bit and um, start slow, start small. Just start, man. Just start. All that matters. So do whatever it takes. I think as you can hear from the different things we've talked about that, you know, entering a new year feeling refreshed and recharged can look very different to a lot of people. And you've got to find what you... Take what you need would be my biggest piece of advice. Like think about what it is in your personal context that you need to use to help you step into 2024 as a ready, willing, able, and full energetic spirit, right? And it might be that it is setting yourself up, having downtime and turning the brain off. It might be that you're recharging, refueling and, you know, self-care. It could be you're decluttering and you're making space and you are opening yourself up for new, new, new challenges and new excitement. Like you could be present with family, engaged in connection and looking at, you know, developing relationships. Like whatever it is, there are a million ways that you could go about it but I think take what you need identify what it is that you often do that is a shortfall so that reflective practice we talked about in the last episode and then set the intention for how you want it to feel different look different be different in the new year envision it exactly you have a clear vision of what you're trying to aim for have a a really good system set in place to achieve it Um, and just really make sure you believe in yourself it all starts with you truly believing you're capable and that you are worthy and that you have what it takes to achieve that goal so no dream is too small or too big you've just got to start and make sure that you have yourself doing things consistently um if you get a real refresh like i kind of had to do like I'm, I'm i'm doing a whole refresh i'm getting a haircut i'm gonna like like i told you guys i painted yeah. i cluttered i like making sure that everything feels fresh um that is the way i'm starting the year off of course with the yeah. little beach episode too to reset um and then just know that i have good intentions to really tackle my vision board which yeah, i will it. After I finish it with you guys, I love it. I love it. And <laughs> so you're, making you me, one. you're making me think I need to create a digital one. <laughs> hey, and if you guys do, please share it with us. Like, I mean, I think yeah. that would be a great way for you guys to also get some, you know, reshares and all the stuff. Uh, create your vision board, manifest what you want share it with us. We'll share it. I want to see what everybody is chasing, all the stuff that you can do this year. Uh, It'd be really fun to see it from y'all. So thank you guys. I hope this was a quick little nice episode for y'all. Happy new year. And let's kick ass 2024. Yes. Individually. Yes. (laughs) All right, guys. It was a great episode. Good to see you you all. See you next time, Ellie. Bye.